Yes, he came out of the closet a long time ago. He'll never go back in. <laughs> no. No. <sighs> Man. What a... I don't know. How long has it been? Like six weeks? This is the it, longest we've ever gone, for sure. This is the longest we've ever gone. But once once people hear why, they can't be mad at us. Because we were taking turns having some pretty fucking despicable adventures going on in our world. Yeah, yeah we can go back and forth on this one. Um, I'm trying to think of the order of things. First, my dad was hospitalized again. I mm-hmm. think that was the first thing. He's okay right. now. He's out. Um, <laughs> then I was obviously packing and everything during the holidays to move. I'm now yeah. living in Texas. Uh, but in that time, you got sick. Yeah, I caught COVID again. Yeah. Hopefully this is the bookend to the pandemic that everyone has been waiting for. So. Jesus, I wish. Knock on wood. Hope that's the truth. Let's let's hope that that is what happened there. Yeah. Um, so how bad Christmas. was it compared to the first time? It was bad, but it wasn't like. All right. So here's 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 the the measuring stick for me. So mm-hmm. it was it was bad enough to feel like a really bad flu. Yeah. However, it was lingering, and yeah. that's what made me want to take the uh, the the home test because I'm mm-hmm. like this this doesn't feel right. And I want to be sure because, you know, we were on the cusp of going and doing the the grand tour of families' homes. Yeah, right before the holidays. And I'm like, let me just make sure that I'm not going to be just giving everyone I know and love COVID. Yeah. So it it had happened after uh, Dolores' grandmother's 90th birthday party. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, there were a lot of people in from out of town. People probably caught like colds and flus from flying because that is just a a soup of people. So that's fine. And, you know, they're huggers. Everybody wants to say hey and everything like that. Like, that's cool. Nobody had on a mask. But, I mean, you know, most places folks don't have on masks these days. So what can you say about that? It drives me nuts. Like, it's really difficult. It truly is. But I digress. So we – we went to that. I was feeling fine for a couple of days, and then I just started like coughing and just kind of getting progressively worse. And uh, yeah, I started working from home because I, honestly, I didn't want to be around people and have all that, you know. Oh, do you mm-hmm. have the blah blah blah? So I'm like, okay, fine. You know, I'll I'll work from home. I did that, and then it got to be the week of Christmas. I did the I did the home test, and it came back positive. And so, yeah, we had to basically cancel all of our plans. And we still basically have Christmas in our home right now with all these wrapped gifts just hanging out, waiting to be given to people. I hate that. Yeah. 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 Ugh. And I mean, that's not even a record. We, we've we gone months without seeing certain people in our families just because of timing and folks living out of mm-hmm. town and that sort of thing where we've had gifts in the closet for like months. It's, it's gone on until like April and May. So I've done I mean, that too. Yeah. yeah I've, I've right? had things for extended periods of time. Right. Um, right. <laughs> so how are you feeling now? I'm pretty much feeling 100. Yeah. Um, but we'll 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 keep bouncing back and forth because you've you've had a lot more happen since then. Um, yeah. So we moved. Um, we moved two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. As of like today was like when we left. Um, 
And last week, uh, Sammy, Sammy has, has kind of been showing signs of age and not doing well. Um, and it was, you know, I was concerned. Um, he was going to stay with my dad and I was concerned for him. So I just kind of like, you know, I, I did prepare myself as a, a, when I left like I was saying goodbye. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he, um, he, we had to put him, yeah, he had to be put down. Um, he basically was, he was not himself, especially the last day. Mm -hmm. Um, he was having a lot of issues and they actually thought he had like dementia or, you know, something like that too. So like he's, you know, he was 16 years old. He was very old for, um, any, any pet. Um, even though cats are living even longer nowadays. And yeah, so he just was, he was not himself. And my dad took him into the vet knowing that that was probably going to be it. Um, Mm -hmm. And the vet was like, he is already on his way out. Like you can try to kind of keep him here. It will be a few weeks max and he will be, you know, kind of like you have that decision. He's going to be in pain. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't want that anymore, but he had stopped eating and drinking and stuff. He, he was just done. So yeah, that's hard because, um, I have had him longer than I haven't in my life, you know? Wow. Cause he's 16. Um, I got him when I was 14. So, oh man, I'm so sorry, Lex, you know, uh, I, I would be a mess. You know, if, if something like that. Happened. I cried right before this podcast. Yeah. I've been doing okay overall. Um, my dad has had a very hard time with it. But, um, yeah, like, it's it sucks. Yeah. I mean, your dad's a sentimental guy. And yeah. I, I understand how this could hit him the way that it's hitting him. Because he just lost his baby girl as far as you moving yeah. across the country and everything like that. Yeah. You know, I, I I understand where he's coming from, but you know, you guys, I'm you've been incredibly strong dealing with all of this, and um, I mean, you've been just, of course, doing your usual thing and cracking dark jokes online. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know how else to deal with it. You know, yeah, um, it's weird because it does feel like Sammy just waited until I was gone yeah. um, because I was gone less than a week and he, then he was gone. Oh. Um, you know, so it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, they're, you know, he um, served his purpose in life, I guess. And yeah. then just moved on to whatever's next. I like to mm-hmm. think he's reincarnated. Maybe he's like an old man, like a jerky <laughs> old man now. Or he's going to be one day. He's gonna he's gonna be like born as a baby and like a grumpy old man. I like <laughs> those babies that. who just look like little grumpy old men, right? Yeah. When they're born out the womb. Yeah. yeah. I hope whatever he does next is fun. Yeah. I hope he has a good time. For sure. For sure. He's he's earned it. Yeah. yeah. He was a special boy. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's been the big thing. And it's just and you know, settling in to a new place, which I you know our apartment's great. Our, um, you know, like everything's great. 
it's just that like that juggle of emotions of like there's things that you're incredibly happy about in your life and then there's this thing that's like you know really heavy Mm -hmm. and because i'm not there like around where he was it's like i forget that he's gone that Mm. that messes with me too you know yeah 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 it's a bummer for sure but But it's also like it's okay you know Mm -hmm. he's not suffering that's the important part that's the hardest part about pets right is that you have to like put their well-being above your feelings sometimes yeah i mean you know we 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 mask onto them and they mask on us in, in such a way that you kind of go through what they're going through and you know they do it as yeah. well you know when you're when you're sad they're sad and you know all that it's it's codependence for sure so i i totally get it um yeah i'm so sorry that happened yeah but you know on the on the flip side of things i'm glad that you made it to texas safely yeah. i'm glad that uh you know you haven't uh, tried your luck and messed with it yet. And I hope that continues the trend. Um, I haven't bought cowboy boots or a cowboy hat, anything of that variety. So. I thought they just handed that to you as soon as you arrived. No, that, that's, that's just expensive from what I've oh. gathered. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. They gave me, you know, when I, when I went to Hawaii <laughs> and I was just a visitor, as soon as we got off mm-hmm. the plane, they gave us lay. Yeah, they do. All that they stuff. Do. I'm like, wow. You know? And it wasn't just like some cheapy flower, you know, plasticky type mm-hmm. of lay. It was like a legit thing. And I'm like, shoot, they want me to spend some some cash while I'm here. Well, it's oh, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, like this is the cheapest thing you're going to get while you're here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another uh, random thing that happened to me. Um, mm-hmm. I had Spectrum equipment like delivered for my internet. What the fuck is Spectrum? Uh, it's an It's internet. Okay. It's fine. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Context clues. Okay. Yes. It's the it's our internet provider, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um they like they delivered it way too early. Okay. And someone stole it and activated it. What the fuck? <laughs> so they had a, they had they tried to like activate our dog. internet. No, they went back and they voided it or they should have voided it. Um, okay. If for some reason it shows up on my bill, then you know, I'm gonna call them and lose my shit but yeah i was like come on that's a hell of a flex right there right off the bat just like all right neighbor guess what day one i'm stealing your fucking cable yeah like, get ready <laughs> this is how it's gonna be here <laughs> no it's pretty good everyone keeps themselves and stuff like it's pretty chill like there's there's also what's weird is there's i'm wondering if someone like got it confused with their box because there's like fucking boxes in the mail room that mm. like have been sitting there forever like yeah. no one's taking those. So, you know. Well, yeah, and plus like this is this is a whole new vibe for you guys because you're in an apartment setting now. You have like mm-hmm. close neighbors and mail rooms to deal with and and uh people who have to come in and fix things from time to time and all that business. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's gonna be uh an interesting experience getting used to all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fine. But it's also really nice, though, because, like, you know, last night the washing machine stopped working. We thought Mm. it was broken. It wasn't. It was the breaker. But, you know, within, you know, we we messaged them this morning, and then by, you know, mid-afternoon it was fixed. So it's, like, different from, you know, (laughs) dealing with a house where it's, like, uh, 
you have to pay for everything and yeah. like, they have to come fix and you know, or you have to fix it yourself or you have to order a part or, you know, there's 20 different things that can happen in any setting, of course, but you know, that's it's, nice. It's baked into the fee as far as rent goes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. And we're, oh my nice. God, we're so close to everything. Everything is like five minutes away because we're in, the, we're in downtown. So that's really great. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, <laughs> You have good building management because the fact that they came out the next day is phenomenal. And I'll we've tell you what. We've had two, in the, in the now almost two weeks we've been here, we've had to have maintenance come out twice and they both came out within like three hours of me telling them about it. That's fantastic. That's yeah. really great. You know, yeah. when I have to contact building maintenance about stuff going on, for instance, if a, a light goes out in the hallway yeah, and, you know, I don't want me or my wife to have to come home in complete darkness while trying to get our door open. <laughs> Yeah. In this dark ass hallway, they ask me, can you please send a picture of the problem? And I'm like, okay. And I just send them back a completely black photo. Like <laughs> what you, what were you expecting to get out of this exchange here? And they finally do send somebody out, but it's like, damn. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're, they, they're pretty good so far. They're pretty responsive about things for the most part. Um, and because we were dealing with a situation where we were in Florida when we picked out the place, like we had to have good, basically good customer service because like we had to have good, you know, people you're dealing with because you're kind of going in blind. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we definitely viewed like the way that the apartment complex dealt with us in that situation mm -hmm. was a big factor of choosing it. So, you know, um, Kayla's already met people in here that have lived here since like this building opened. So, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. We're going to yeah. come check it out as soon as we can. Uh, yeah. you know, not surprising you. Obviously, I'm, we're going to let you know <laughs> beforehand. Um, yeah, I know. Everyone's like very excited to visit, which is funny because I didn't, that was not the case in Florida. You would think people would want to go to Florida cause it's like vacationy and like, no, <laughs> Texas. They're like, hell yeah, I'm coming to Texas. I met you in Florida and that was this enough true. for me I to know. go. I never want to come back to Florida. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were just done with Florida. You were like, come back done. to Chicago. <laughs> I was done. You've been here twice. I went to Florida yeah, one time. I have. And that wasn't even just to visit you. That was like a, a business <laughs> trip. So yeah. yeah. We want to um, go. I want to go back to Chicago for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's why I always send you popcorn. So you remember what was good about the city. Hell yeah. <laughs> Apparently we can buy that in Dallas. It's not the same. Garrett's? No, it's not the same. It's an act. It's a Garrett's though. But you no, but it's not. The, you got to get it from Chicago though. It's not. The same. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <funny. laughs> All right. Yeah, I think let's, there's one at like DFW or something. I don't know. Let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Yeah. Right now, because it's been a while. It so has. I want to thank all of you, wonderful listeners, all the sweet chili babies. I want to thank you for being patient for this long hiatus. Uh, I want to thank you guys for reaching out to Lex and I and checking in, making sure we're doing okay, especially uh, when when news spread about losing Sammy. Everybody kind of checked in and, and made sure Lex was doing all right. And that was really touching to, to see all that love pouring out from you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I actually don't remember anyone who did like reach out to me during that time because I was very much in a daze. So yeah. I appreciate you. I just was in a weird place mentally. So 
I'm glad yeah, that sure you people, brought that up. Sure, people can relate, definitely. Yeah. Oh my God, finally. Police sirens on your end and not mine. Yep. <laughs> Fucking cops are everywhere here, man. Well, look, people keep messing with Texas. I told you, that's what happens. Yeah. They wear cowboy hats. That's awesome. Yeah, they do. That's pretty cool. That's a flex. It's pretty cool. Still yeah. a cab, but you know. It's a silly hat. And police wearing silly hats makes it just a fraction better. You know? Yeah, like Mounties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't help but think of Dudley Do-Right when you see those motherfuckers. So I was like, okay, it's <laughs> a little bit more palatable. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, still fuck them. But yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, record keeping, or rather uh, housekeeping. housekeeping um, yeah. As I said, thank you folks so much. Uh, we are fully aware that this is award season. And yes. as it is award season, we are currently working on how best to execute the annual Lexi Awards. That's right. We haven't yeah. forgotten. It's coming back again. And uh, our, our supplier of those wonderful Sweet Chili Baby Chili Pepper Awards is on hiatus right now. But, you know, we're working with them to come back, dust them right. off, get those name plates all lined up for you. So stay tuned. We'll have news about that in the near future. So get ready. Send us send us who you would nominate. I want to know. Come up with the Sweet Chili Baby Award you think we should give away. Tell us. I'm looking forward to this. Yes, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> All right. So as it's been so long, you know, there's, there's going to be some news that has passed us by that I'm sure folks have wanted <laughs> to hear us chime in on and give our thoughts about. Does is is anything strike your memory specifically? that you want to talk about over the past several weeks that we have missed out on. I was, I think it was just last week when this happened. I was very shocked that Lisa Marie Presley died. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And same. that, that also, that was the same day that Dan, that, that Sammy died. So oh my goodness. it was, I was very much like, what the fuck? What is happening? Oh, no, but I was, I was very surprised by that. And I feel terrible for that family. Like that they sure. have, because it was, you know, obviously Elvis died years ago, but like, um, she just lost her son two years ago. That's right. That's right. Um, and he was only 20, 20 years old, I think, 22, something like that. He was very young. So mm-hmm. no, she she, she was a musician as well. And yeah. didn't she do a song at one point talking about being buried in the family plot next to her mom and dad or something like that? Um, I think so. I'm not sure. I know she did some like duets with her dad, like using archived yeah. and stuff too. And um, I didn't really... Like I didn't listen to a lot of her stuff or really follow her career or anything like that. I know one of the weirdest things everyone knows about her is she was married to Michael Jackson for a period of time. And Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage, yeah. And, um, you know, <laughs> so, and she had, from what I've gathered, she did have like addiction issues and stuff, but it sounds like this was a heart situation. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Um, there's genetics there for that. Yeah. Obviously, that's um, not only what, you know, harmed Elvis and contributed to his death, but also his mother who died very young. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's it's the, that was shocking to me. Not really much else about it other than I was like, Holy shit. One silver lining about it. I'm glad that she got to attend the, uh, the golden globes and um, 
what was the young what's the young man's name that played Austin Elvis? Butler? Austin Butler. He won. Yeah. He won an award and he got to publicly thank her and Priscilla specifically for helping him prepare for that role. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he and he he put out a really beautiful statement too when she passed about like the legacy that the family, like how kind they were to him and how much she, you know, she and everyone else in like that family has impacted his life. Um, so that was really sweet. It really was. It really was. I'm, I'm glad that they got to have that moment before she passed away, you know? Yeah, me too. Yeah. What about you? What Are there any like, you know, things that you like are wanting to talk about? I mean, I was looking at the notes because we started these like weeks ago and to give <laughs> yeah. to give folks some perspective, like how long ago these notes are from. I had a note on here about Brittany Griner's release. Oh, my God. Yeah, that feels like a lifetime ago. Right, right. You know, now she's finally coming back out in the public, um, you know, after kind of settling in a little bit. But, you know, people were joking around back at the beginning of uh, December talking about how, you know, it's it's funny how Vin Diesel said something about like he needs her oh, to come yeah. home before christmas on I forgot uh, about that on instagram and then like the next day the trade went through and and she was sent home so people were like damn vin diesel saved britney griner holy shit yeah yeah i remember that that was weird yeah that was really weird it's like life is a cartoon sometimes you know <laughs> yeah but yeah so i mean i'm glad that she was able to finally get home and everything like that it's crazy man there's so much discourse around uh you know getting an american home from russian captivity i know it's you know it's really weird to me because i'm like why the fuck do you care like like okay realistically why do you care and i mean it's a testament to the fact that they really don't care because you know here we are weeks removed from this whole story and it's not even in the public discourse anymore they're talking about Biden and these documents now. That's the yeah. main thing. No one's even thinking about her as far as saying, oh, she didn't deserve to come home. And, you which, know, we had good men over there that should have been bought, you know. Eh, which, yeah. by the way, the whole Biden's documents thing, I don't really feel like getting deep into that. But I'm like, okay, people are like, what are you going to do now? Because they're investigating Trump. Like, they're investigating Biden. I don't give yeah. a fuck. If he did something wrong, go after him. I don't care. That's just it. That's the funny thing. And the news coverage. They, they have to say this because it's true. Well, you know how that goes. But they, they include this part frequently, which is Republicans and most Democrats also want folks to look in to Joe Biden having these top secret documents. Yes, of course, because that's the right thing to do. You have to go through the standards and practices. You have to go through these procedures and make sure that everything is above board. And no one should be absolved from that. Not a president, not a wannabe dictator, nobody. No, I completely agree. Like, just just investigate him. Like, it doesn't matter. Exactly. I mean, it matters in the sense that, like, you should be investigating anyone who might be doing something wrong. Like, but, yeah. Um, So we're already getting into the weeds of things, and I forgot to mention something I wanted to talk about. Like from a, you know, just the inside baseball sort of thing. I got these fucking amazing microphones, right? And this is not a paid ad whatsoever. (laughs) But I got these microphones from Rode. And it's like a wireless set of these two, like, collar microphones, right? And it's just like three little cubes 
about the size, smaller than the palm of your hand. And one of them is a monitor that has like a, a, a screen on there. And the other two are just, you know, the, the mics themselves. You put them on your collar, you, you put one on yourself, you put one on the person you're talking to, and you just get crystal clear audio that you can import on onto your computer, onto your phone, whatever. It's fucking amazing. It's like futuristic technology. Is that what you're using for your podcast now? Not right now, okay. but I'm going to I'm gonna start using it for uh, the Resnaculous stuff that I do with D because we're doing that in person. And, yeah. you know, it, it makes it a lot easier to sync up that dialogue. Um, you know, it's it's got these pop filters on there, so you don't really get much background noise. You only get the person. I saw somebody using it on TikTok a couple of times, and I'm like, you know, that'd be interesting. I want to try that out. And uh, I had some uh, Best Buy reward points or whatever from a purchase I made about to expire. I'm like, I'm going to use those towards that. So yeah, I'm liking this investment so far. So, Interesting. Yeah. So like yeah, I said, if, I, if I'm ever doing more in-person stuff, I would consider that for sure. It's not a paid advertisement, but if it was, <laughs> it was something like this, you know, Lex, I used to want Morgan Freeman to narrate my life, but as a voice actor, I want my own voice to be the one that ushers me into the great beyond. Thanks to Rhodes Wireless Go-To Dual Channel Microphone System. No, stop. We're not giving them free advertising. No, 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 no. <laughs> Pay us. That's it. We want money. That's what we want. Yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least let me get to the tagline. Road, where you're going, you won't need road. Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> Hard pass. Now we're not going to get advertising because you made that joke. Are you happy? Very. I'm very okay. pleased. Yeah, for sure. All right. So have you been watching anything interesting lately um watched we finished smallville we watched smallville um abbott elementary has just been killing it it somehow gets funnier every episode it seems it's golden yeah it's 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 a a rare type of sitcom and you know i just it's got such heart and you expect it right but then it still gets you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's a, it's a beautiful well, show. I love it. Kayla so made a really good point. The last up and we watched, like we had two episodes cause we were backed up on it. Mm-hmm. And you know, she made a really good point that like, you'd think that that style, that like mockumentary like style would be done by now because we've been doing yeah. it for so long, like in our media, but like, it's almost like it keeps getting better. Like this, this is one of the best versions of it. Right. Right. And it's, it's kind of cool too, because she uses a cast that, you know, you're familiar with a lot of these people Yeah, and they're just so incredibly talented and they bring their a game and it really feels like people are doing their best because Quinta brings that type of energy to what she's working on because she believes in it so much. It seems like they're matching that energy. Like Shirley Ralph has always been fantastic. Um, she was on Moesha, of course, way back in the day. She was in the, the original production of Dreamgirls. Yeah. And she's always had just this larger than life personality. And, you know, the the writers of the show found a way to kind of capture that in a bottle and put it in this this teacher role for her. And it is phenomenal what they do with that because she's just so funny and relatable where, you know, she could come off as like, you know, too big for tv but no she's perfect for this role yeah one of my favorite bits is her getting names wrong oh yeah it's so good every time it kills me (laughs) 
<laughs> or she got a uh, Brian Austin Green and Brian Tyree Henry mixed up. <laughs> and then she did the Michelle Williams. They were like, oh, maybe, but she got it right this time? And no. And then she's like, I loved her on Dawson's Creek or whatever. And no, no. <laughs> fantastic stuff tyler james williams i I've, I've enjoyed him since of course everybody hates chris yeah um you know he was great on there then that ended abruptly and then he was on walking dead for a little bit and he was oh okay. i didn't know that hey he was all right on there but it, it felt like he was still kind of finding his footing and they didn't really know how to use him as an actor but here he's an adult he he knows exactly what he's doing here he's doing a great job Yeah, I watched I watched a bit of Everybody Hates Chris, and I really enjoyed what I watched of it. Yeah. Of course, uh, Lisa Ann Walter, people are rediscovering her. <laughs> yeah, because she was in Parent Trap. That's what people my age mostly know her in. She like, was in that's Parent the Trap. biggest thing she did. She was in Bruce Almighty. Yeah, she's been in a lot mm-hmm. of stuff, you know. But, like, lately people have been rediscovering her, enjoying her comedy, but basically also realizing that she's a thirst trap and just really just having a ball with that. And <laughs> she seems to be enjoying the attention. Oh, she should. She yes. deserves it. Yes. Yes, exactly. So she was Chessie. What's, what's a Chessie? From the parent trap. Oh, that was her name on this. Okay. Parent trap. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, all good stuff. Um, I, I like the show. I hope they get many more seasons. And it seems like ABC is behind it, too. And if They've already uh, picked it up for a third. So if, I was going to say, if the Goldbergs is any indication, I think basically uh, Quinta and her team have a blank check at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, because it's doing so well. Like, that's the thing. The Goldbergs was the top show on that network for a really long time. I think it's still pretty up there, pretty high up there, mm-hmm. even with losing one of the main cast members from inappropriate behavior or whatever it's still like 10 seasons or something yeah i haven't watched it in a bit i really love that show but i was just like eh. right i, I mean the, interest the shtick got kind of played out for me it was a good show yeah. to marathon during the pandemic but yeah watching it week to week i'm like oh yeah that's right that's i'd like to on. go back and revisit that one at some point i think mm-hmm. and i'm curious to watch some of the stuff that i haven't seen but I don't know if I'll do it before it ends, you know? Right. Unless we run out of shows. They're scared to um, really let the characters grow any farther than they have already. Yeah. You know, because it's supposed to be in the 80s. And I mean, we've burnt out the whole decade. What else can you do? Yeah. I don't know why they don't just like cross over into the 90s at this point. Right. Just refresh it or something. But, you know, TV, what can you do? Yeah. So yeah, Abbott Elementary is great. Um, the Last of Us on HBO. Oh shit, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. I mean, beat, beat for beat, it is the same vibe as the game. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they're literally shots that they replicate from the video game, which was shocking to me. It's amazing. I mean, Neil Druckmann, who was the uh, the director of the game is mm-hmm. part of the creative team for the show. So everything that they're doing, this is almost like them having a third bite at the apple. Of course, they made the original mm-hmm. game. They remastered it. Then they came back and did a, uh, you know, another version, an updated version of the game 
called Last of Us Part One after they did Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. And so now, of course, with the show, this is almost like Neil Druckmann's third time telling this story, and it just gets better and better every every time they tell it, especially with the actors they have on there. Pedro Pascal, of course, he's doing amazing work as Joel. Uh, the young lady they have playing Ellie, she's got the right attitude, and I can't wait to see her grow up on this show and yeah, you know, see yeah, how she's... the adventures go. Yeah, she's she's only like eighteen, I think, or something like that. She's already really good at the part, and i i was I wasn't I was a little bit reluctant with her because I'd only seen her on Game of Thrones, and I was like, I don't know, like Ellie is so different from that character that I'd seen her in before. But I was like, okay, they cast her. You know, they searched a very large, like they cast a wide net to see who they could get for that. Um, yeah. So I was like, when she won the role. I'm like, okay, let's give her a fair shot. And damn, the whole cast is phenomenal. I also am like a little jealous of um, the people who are watching this who have never played the games and do not know where the story is going to go. Right, right. Because <laughs> there's some there's some twists and turns. I'm like, that... you guys have no idea what's <laughs> what's yeah. coming up. Like, uh, yeah, especially if they get picked up for a second season, which I'm assuming they will. Um, I was just reading Neil Druckmann talking about how they don't really they don't really have an interest in filler, so I think they're just mm-hmm. going to do part two after this. That's that's good from yeah. my standpoint. I love that. You know, yeah. that is I'm cool phenomenal. with it because yeah, I mean, just like we were talking about with the Goldbergs, and they drag shows out for too long. You can really feel it. You know, I I think they could if they wanted to. I think they could do one season in between, but yeah, that would be the limit. You know. Well, of course, I know people probably want them to explore the actual virus a little bit more. And we got a taste of that from the intro like that. That was that fucking felt, creepy. It really was. And it felt like something, you know, because the uh, the showrunners for this worked on Chernobyl as well. Yeah. Another show where you could literally only get the one season out of it. You know, thankfully, you can't get a sequel out yeah. of that. Um, so they they got those those fellas. And it's just, yeah, it's got that same creepy, intense vibe they bought to that project so i think they made a great choice there yeah i love it so far i'm excited to sorry i was i was also so fucking excited when i realized i can watch it at eight o'clock instead of nine o'clock because i'm on central time now yeah welcome welcome (laughs) (sighs) yeah so it's a great show I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, it seems like it's universally loved too. Like critics and, and fans agree um, that it's it's uh, very entertaining and holds true to the source material. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, everyone knows like it's one of the few games I've replayed a bunch of times. It's my favorite video game of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if if ever there was a person who probably wouldn't like it, it it would be me. But you holy know. shit, they're like right outside. I know I'm near a window. I'm gonna have to find settings on this mic to, you know, keep out the noise. All right, it's crazy. <laughs> That's okay. You know, the worst thing is it happens to me when I'm trying to do voice acting. Like, right, somebody's place will catch on what's, fire or something, and then I feel so guilty. What's weird is like. We- Go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just like, what's weird is like, we have really thick walls. I never hear anything, but this mic is picking up everything. 
It's a great mic. Shout out to Yeti. That's right. <laughs> Yeti microphones. <laughs> Never find yeah, yourself. I have to figure out which, which setting That'd to like nice. switch it to or something to kind of like cancel out some noise. That's true. So, um, yeah, it was kind of appropriate for the subject matter we were discussing, though. The Last of Us, you know, with all yeah. the drama and everything going on there. Some great chase scenes, some great high-octane action going on in that first episode, too. It wasn't all just sitting around and talking and exposition. No, no, no. There was some hardcore action going on. And guess what? It's only going to get worse because they are going to have to fight some clickers. That's right. Mm-hmm. Weird mushroom-headed monsters that you've like you've never seen before. It's going to be yeah, great. It- it makes my skin crawl. They did right. a really good job of adapting those. Like the video game has some scary moments for sure, but like the the TV show, it's like it's gross looking. Like it's it's wrong. It doesn't look yeah. right. It yeah. It triggers that like that like you know fear of holes and shit like that type of thing too. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Was it a tryptophobia or something like that? Something like that, yeah. But like, I saw pictures of the one that was like embedded on the wall, and it like it tr- it was triggering that shit for me. Yeah, it's really creepy, but in a good really way. Yeah. yeah, no, it's fantastic. I'm so excited for the next episode. The you only think- thing that sucks is it's on Sunday nights. I'm like, I want this to be like a Friday night where it's the start of my weekend. You know. <laughs> No, you got to be filled with despair for the start of the work week. That's that's Ugh. the that's a tradition, yes. you know. It happened with Game of Thrones. It happened with Westworld. Now, Last of Us is picking up the torch, and uh, we'll see what happens. God, Westworld. Speaking of, yeah, overseeing its welcome. All right, how the mighty fell. Yeah, boy, oh boy. <laughs> All right, have you watched the movie The Menu yet? Yes. Holy shit. That movie was I so was, good. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting any of that. It's. I almost don't want to say anything about the plot. Right. Go in blind. I I went in blind. Didn't know anything about it. Kayla wanted yeah. to watch it. I was just like, okay, I'm like this cast is good, whatever. And I did not know a sing- like really anything about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I recommend if you're listening to this and you've never heard of it to do the same. Dee and I have been enjoying movies lately. Um, of of white people in fancy environments just being messy. Um, it's a. <laughs> if there's one thing white people can do really well, it's like yes. rich messiness. Yes, exactly, and it's it's fun to watch because it's almost you know it's escapism. Like, have you I'm watched Succession? Uh, no. Okay, Succession is a TV show of that. It's messy, rich white people. Like, it's yeah. very good. I'm not against watching it. I just know I have to give it time. I have to devote time to it. And I have to, I have to actually watch yeah. it and not just listen to it either. You know? Yes, absolutely. Um, the menu. I don't know. It was just like one of those things where we, we had to put it on. Mm-hmm. We were doing something. Cause I've been playing through horizon forbidden West as well. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, you have to take a break. You can't, can't game all day. You know, at least I can't. So no, I can't either. You know, we, we took a break, we had some lunch and, we started watching this movie and boy, it's a trip. It, it's really good. <laughs> it's really fucking good. I it's was really shocked. Good. It's really how good. That movie was. Yeah. I'm not um, going to say anything else about it, but I highly recommend if you're looking to watch something on a whim, it's, it's worth the time. Anna Taylor joy is one of those 
talents that we're going to keep seeing a lot from in this genre. You know, I loved her in Last Night in Soho. Um, I haven't seen that one yet. She's good in here. I mean, she's good. Like, she's not always in in great projects, but her acting is always Mm -hmm. pretty great. Yeah. Uh, Hong Chow, who plays uh, the hostess in the film. What's Mm -hmm. funny is we just saw her in another project of a... (laughs) We just saw her in another movie that we watched on a whim. And it's a movie like, I knew I didn't want to see this in the theater. I knew I didn't want to pay for it on demand or on DVD. But I figured if I get a chance to watch it for free, I'll check it out. And that movie was Downsizing, (laughs) starring Matt Damon. Oh, God. (laughs) And Kristen Wiig. I can't recommend this movie. I really can't. No. No, because it's, I, what I know of it, I've never wanted to watch it. It's not good. It's it's not like Farley Brothers stuck on you bad, right? But it's like Wes Anderson takes on that type of uh, idea and lets it play out. Who directed that it, one? Do you remember? What's what's that? Downsizing. Oh, um, Downsizing? I don't know who directed it, but um, either way, it's, in, it it's interesting. It's interesting. I, I won't recommend it because people will be upset with me if I tell them to invest their time in this film purely for entertainment, like just straight up boldface entertainment. Yes. It's, it's an interesting movie. <laughs> and of course, if you feel a certain way about Matt Damon and his appropriation of different cultures, this is going to <laughs> basically verify some things for you along the way. So if it's on, maybe give it a glance. But the real star of the film was Hong Chow. She did a great job in that movie too. And I just want to give special recognition to her because she's great in that movie. (laughs) Yeah, I will not be watching Downsizing, but she was fantastic in the menu. She really was. I want to see a lot more from her too. Yeah. Yeah. But the characters she played were so vastly different. You know, you have to stop and like, wait, is that is that the same woman? Is that hers? I guess she was I also- love that. I love when you don't know it. it it's the same actor. Right. That's always so fun. <laughs> yeah, she's in a lot of like indie type films, apparently. She was also in that recent uh, The Whale film, yeah. you know? with uh, I haven't seen that Fletcher. one either yet. No, no. Um, but yeah, she's all over the place. So good for her. Good for us. Keep checking her out. Something that wasn't good that I can highly recommend that you skip. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of adult animation like me, if you're a fan of Scooby-Doo like others. I know where this is going. Yeah, Scooby-Doo. I was going to say Scooby-Doo. It's the Velma series. You can skip Velma. You can skip Velma. I, I mean, it didn't sound like it was going to be good, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm sure that's disappointing, though. Many people more qualified and and more able to discuss the subject matter as far as you know uh south asian culture and how mindy kaling represents it or misrepresents it these these statements these viewpoints are all over the place and i i I recommend seeking them out of course on tiktok and on twitter people are discussing it all over the place um to sum it up Folks aren't pleased about that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I take notice of that and I, I 
acknowledge that from a purely entertainment standpoint, this show does not know what it wants to be. It's a Scooby-Doo project without Scooby-Doo. It's a show for nerds that makes fun of nerds. But at the same time, it tries to fight against the patriarchy in a way. It's it's um, old-fashioned feminism that feels like it hasn't evolved from like 2000, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, that does. That does. And it's it's just it's hard to watch. It's really hard like, to watch, and the jokes don't land. I mean, if you want to, if like you want progressive it, movements should evolve. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, just you know, the same way that people complain. Oh, you know, I don't know what to call black people. They want African Americans one day. They want Negro the next. And it's like, yeah, we're we're discovering along with everybody else as we go along here, what it is, you know, and, and it will become something else, one day. And we just ask that you join us on this journey. <laughs> but please continue to grow, continue to learn all that stuff, you know? Um, I choose to say nothing because that's smarter. <laughs> Unless, of course, I'm allowed to say chocolate bear. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that still tracks. Okay. But yeah. okay. Allowing yourself to listen and not try to join in a conversation that you're not prepared for is always the right choice. That is always the right choice to make. Yeah. Absorb, support, you know, bolster, whatever you need to do. Monetarily is as is, is good as well. Um, you know, of course we we learned in the in the recent history to definitely vet who you're sending your money to and don't just write a check to somebody and think it's gonna do some good. You know, it's Folks could have told you that a long time ago, but now more than ever. Yeah. Those know. are hard lessons everyone has to learn at some point, though. Yes. Right? That's what sucks about yes. life. <laughs> also, don't discount the fact that sometimes, unfortunately, money does change people. And, yeah. you know, it, I know I'm going way off the rails here, but I also feel like if what you're doing, if your heart is in the right place and you legitimately are trying to do the right thing and support don't don't feel a, don't don't feel that bad <laughs> you know you couldn't if you could you can't make people right. do the right thing right you encourage them to do the right thing and your your work is is basically done at that point right and when someone when someone continues to make a choice after you have like set all of the educational resources in front of them right like then that's that's on them kind of thing you know absolutely but it gets to a point where we circle back to Velma, and once again, I can't say, I can't say confidently that I recommend this show. The only good thing that I can say about it is the animation is crisp. It is a pretty looking cartoon. Okay, all the character designs—they yeah. did a great job. But it ain't Scooby. Yeah, I've seen them. It looks, it looks cool. I just don't, I don't care to watch the show. I'm not going to. No, you know, I've mentioned in the past, I'm not a big Scooby Doo fan anyway. So this wasn't really for me. I've seen spoofs of Scooby-Doo over the years. Of course, the live action version with Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah it's Michelle Gellar. Classic. It's classic. And that's the last time that I heard this many people discuss Scooby-Doo. So I guess yeah. it's great that, you know, it is once again in the zeitgeist. The last Scooby-Doo project that I enjoyed wholeheartedly without any type of sarcasm was a pup named Scooby-Doo when I was a kid. And after that, they've all oh, kind of. I just, loved a pup named Scooby Doo. It was a fun show, you know, and it was because the characters liked each other, and they really did 
want to help each other succeed, even if they did bicker every now and then. At the end of the episode, at the end of the day, they all came together for the greater good, which is to pull a mask off of an old man in a carnival. Yeah, it's always an old white man. That was a good moral of the story. That is the best moral. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you might think it's a ghost or something nefarious. Nope, it's an old white man. That, and you can take down the patriarchy while smoking a little bit of weed, eating some snacks, and riding around in a sketchy van with some friends. Yeah. Some of that is implied, but, you know, it's it's all in there. Yeah, but that's the fun, though, too. Like, when you make something adult like that, you kind of take away that that fun implication. That's true. A great that example sucks. of that is the Ren and Stimpy show. The yeah. implication of all that stuff that was going on was a lot funnier than when they got that reboot on MTV, the adult cartoon party version of Ren and Stimpy, where the jokes were just scarring. Yeah. And they were just kind of dragged out for gross out effect and and Mm -hmm. trying to be sexy. And, you know, we learned a lot about John Criffalusi that we didn't want to know, but we can't unlearn now. Um, Yeah. It just, no, no take backsies on that. So paired with the fact that, the CG sequel to Scoob, which was universally loved by the Scooby-Doo fandom. Um, yeah, folks aren't too pleased with this Velma show. Mindy Kaling is oblivious uh, to the criticism. She got her check and she got a, she got a guarantee for a second season. So, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because a lot of people hate watched it. And Nothing is guaranteed not nowadays, with Warner. though. Not with HBO. <laughs> Especially not with them. But uh, their numbers were pretty high and they were touting yeah. that over the weekend and said, we want to go ahead and confirm the second season okay. somehow tone deaf to the fact that people were hate watching the show and complaining about it from top to bottom. I mean, that's, that doesn't matter though, right? What matters is they're watching it. Eyeballs on it. That's all they care yep. about. Yeah. So get ready for more. Uh, Velma. <laughs> more Velma, whether you want it or not. No. You're going to keep hearing about it. So there's that. You didn't ask for it, so we're giving it to you. <laughs> HBO. It reminds me of that phrase people say all the time. Like, everything I've learned about this, I learned against my will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, yeah. The only way I was really going to watch that show, I think, would be if a lot of people were saying, oh, no, it was really good. You should watch it. You know, mm-hmm. people I trusted. And I did not see that from anyone. Right. Just people saying, this is terrible, don't watch it kind of thing. Yeah. And we've we've seen some like adult animation filled with despair done right over the years. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Venture Brothers comes to mind as, as one of the prime examples. Um, fortunately, those creators. The Boondocks. The Boondocks. Yes, absolutely. Great, great example there. Um, fortunately, those creators seem to remain unproblematic, so we can still praise those shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get into that if we need to at a later time. But yeah, um, moving on to something a little bit more positive, I want to ask you about this. Have you heard of this guy named Keith Lee on TikTok? Um, I don't know the name off the top of my head, but who? What is it? Who is it? He's a black fellow with a, uh, he's a foodie, basically. Okay. Um, that's, that's his primary job right now. He's also been a mixed martial artist. Um, he's a family man. And he, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Who among us hasn't been an MMA fighter at one point of our lives? 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a food critic, but he's not just your normal food critic. He's a very honest. Oh, is this the guy that gets stuff from like takeout and is like reviewing it? That's exactly him. Yes. I've seen his stuff. He's such an honest guy. He comes off as genuine in person, apparently as well. And on his TikTok, uh, you know, I want to say channel, but that feels like the old man way of referring to that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else he would call it, though. Only one step down would be to refer to it as the TikTok. Uh, <laughs> He's on the TikTok. He's on the TikTok, yes. So what he does is he goes and he reviews different restaurants. He's got such a following now that when he goes to a place and he gives them an honest review and it's a positive review, people go out of their way to visit and support these restaurants. He normally goes to restaurants that are down on their luck, that are family owned, that aren't, uh, you know, corporations or anything like that. Um, and these places have seen great success after he stops by. He pays That's for his amazing. food. He doesn't accept anything for free. He's been very outspoken about the fact he goes, look, I don't want money from these mom and pop shops. I want money from the corporations who want to pay me to advertise for them. Yeah. He's been clear about that. That's smart. And there's going to be a happy ending to this story. So <laughs> he recently, um, because he follows a lot of other food TikTokers as well, and he'll try mm -hmm. things that they recommend. And one young lady whose name escapes me, and you know, I'll, I'll definitely plug that in uh, as I'm editing. Uh she recommended getting a quesadilla from Chipotle a certain way. And the cherry on top of, of this uh, Chipotle hack, as they call it, was um, to get sour cream and vinaigrette mixed together as like a dipping sauce, hmm. which doesn't sound great at face value. But when Keith Lee tried it, he said it was one of the best things he ever tasted. This quesadilla was a 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. He said, look, you have to go and do this hack right now. Everybody go try it out. So everybody tried to, to try it out and basically wore out Chipotle to the point where yeah. <laughs> they had to start posting signs that they could not offer you the TikTok hack because they just, frankly, were running out of the ingredients. They couldn't get supply in fast enough. Oh, God. So Chipotle decided to take a break, said, look, we're not going to offer this for the next couple of months. We're going to get ourselves in order. We're going to start offering that. Mm -hmm. And the way it was announced, they got Keith Lee to do an ad campaign along with the young lady oh, that initially cool. did the recipe. Just informing people, just hold on. It'll be here in March. Just stand by and then you can go nuts. So my man's getting his money. Apparently he's working with Mr. Beast lately as well, who's uh, flying him out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Flying him out to New York and stuff like that. He's based out of Vegas. So that's why he gets to try out all these interesting locations. But uh, local I know news. That, um, I know that like Starbucks has had a lot of issues in the past with things like TikTok, you know, mm. the hack drinks and stuff, you know, screwing them over. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing that I'm trying to avoid talking about is actually a great example of this as well. The whole uh, Szechuan sauce at Rick and Morty. Yeah. When McDonald's reintroduced that after the outcry. Um, they were not prepared for the, uh, the reaction that that got. So, yeah, they ran out quickly and people threw tantrums. It was pretty sad to see grown people laid out on the floor at a McDonald's. So, fortunately, Keith Lee's fan base seems to be a little bit more 
normal. Um, <laughs> we'll say it like that. They're a little bit more sensible. Yes. Yeah. It's, yes. I mean, it seems like, I think you can't, you can't guarantee everything. And you know, the people you follow, like who follow you, you know, it can go either way. But I think when you try to cultivate a very respectful environment, <laughs> majority of people probably will be that way. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, shout out to him. Uh, he's getting all the accolades right now. People are parroting him on on TikTok and just having a ball. And he'll pop into the comments every now and then and say, hey, this is actually a pretty good impression. You know, God bless. Thank you. And all that stuff. Um, yeah. So it's just cool to see just a young black dude just enjoying himself, helping out small businesses, helping them succeed and just really getting the attention he deserves. I'm I'm very proud of him. I, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, for sure. And um, like I said, I've seen some of his videos and I've enjoyed them. Yeah, they're all over. And you know how it is when you find a TikToker that you really enjoy mm-hmm. and their stuff pops up on your feed, but after a while they, you don't see it anymore, you know? And you're like, where did they go? Where did they go? And then it's like, mm-hmm. you have to hunt them down, but you don't remember their name. How do you find? You just got to follow them and then go like look for their page on your the people you're following. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've found. There's a guy that is, this is going to be kind of tricky to explain, but bear with me. So late at night, I'll be scrolling through TikTok. You know, you see the normal stuff, people dancing, people trying to do all the, you know, Mm -hmm. the dubs and all that stuff, the challenges, all that business. There's a guy that pops up named Old Time Hockey, and he lives out in the woods. It's just him and his two dogs in a cabin. And it's almost like an ASMR thing. And I always come across his videos like late at night, right before I go to bed. And it's just the most relaxing thing, hearing this Canadian man mm-hmm. just preparing a snack for himself, calling his dogs good boys and playing an old fashioned Nintendo game or something, you know? And he always starts a video with like, hi, you buddy, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just so, it's so soothing. And I, I really enjoyed that. But for a couple of months, old time hockey was missing. I didn't know what happened. And I didn't know his name at the time. You know, now I've committed it to memory. But now, you know, back then it's like, where's where's my Canadian guy at? I can't go to sleep. What's going on here? And so, yeah, I had to hunt him down. (laughs) But it was worth it. It was totally worth it. Yeah, you you basically just, if you find a follow or a um, a TikToker you like, you just have to follow them. Like, otherwise you're not going to be able to find them again. Right. Unless, until, like you said, like months later, it'll pop up in your feed and it's really random. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too, is when you, when you follow somebody you do enjoy and it seems like immediately they disappear from your feed, Mm -hmm. that's kind of (laughs) sad because that's happened. Yeah. It's really weird. I wonder if using your for you page, like, or your, the people you follow specifically might help that, but yeah. I don't know. I usually just do the for you page. Yeah. Same. I mean, the, the following thing is kind of off to the side and I yeah. never really think about that, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Well, a couple more things before we get out of here, you know, uh, Mario movie merchandise is starting to pop up in the wild. Somebody showed off their Bowser action figure, which is freaking giant. Mm-hmm. And actually blows steam when you press a button on his back. When does this come out again? Oh, man. I don't know. I'll Google it. Months. I know Avatar is still kicking ass at the theater. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't had that type of time. I haven't seen it either. I don't care. <laughs> also that. Uh, <laughs> but a lot of people do care. It's making goo gobs of money. Um, you know, that's a, a, a measurement, goo gobs. 
Look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's making a ton of money. People love this movie along with Pussy April Boots. 7th, by the way. April 7th. Is when that comes out. Okay. I'll be there. Um, yeah. So Avatar 2, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. People are eating that stuff up. I don't get it. But, hey, you know, to each their own. Man, we saw Puss in Boots ads like everywhere when we were in New York. <laughs> it was wild. They want to make sure you knew. Like, look. <laughs> Puss in Boots is back, y'all. All right. This ain't Shrek. This is Puss. Hasn't it been a really long time since they had a sequel to to that movie? Like, it feels it like seems it. Like gap. Yeah, they were doing a lot of stuff on Netflix for a while. I think he had a series on Netflix with him and the, the three kittens or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was a thing. And then they were like, no, no, no. We got to dust this off. It's coming back to the big screen, baby. Movies are back. You tell Nicole Kidman, sit in that seat. Magic is <laughs> about to happen. About to move her. <laughs> uh, Billie Eilish is requesting a restraining order against a man accused of invading her home. This shouldn't Jesus. be it shouldn't be a matter of discussion. I mean, if someone comes into yeah. your home and invited, yeah, restraining order time. That's how it should work. Yeah, that seems pretty pretty open and shut case. Yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, no, that, that just broke today, actually. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. It says, uh, the global megastar said the incident, as well as others prior to it, had caused her substantial anxiety, fear, and yeah. emotional distress. I bet. Yeah. I mean, how is that not? Yeah. That's very strange. I'm sure we'll hear more about this as it develops. Um, There was one more thing. Oh, (laughs) this was the story. I wish that you were into uh, only murders in the building because. I need to go back because, yeah, I saw Meryl's going to be in the new season. Meryl Streep's joining the cast. That was kind of a surprise. She popped up on set. They were doing some filming behind the scenes. Oh, I mean, I'll watch it for fucking Meryl alone. There Jeez. You go. I need to go back. And Paul Rudd's on this season coming up. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, that's no, right. It's, my, and Caleb was enjoying it. I need. I, I just need, we need to get back into it. My journey to avoid Ant-Man spoilers is almost <laughs> over. Thankfully. I keep forgetting that's coming out. Yeah, me too. Isn't it great? I yeah. love it. <laughs> I just want the Ant-Man movies to surprise me. That's all I ask. That shouldn't be that big a deal. <laughs> but then they no, put I get it. in there. Yeah. You I can't really avoid that because he's sequel. such a massive star too. Yeah, exactly, man. It's Jonathan Majors' year. Yeah. This is, this is a millennium. It's the millennium of, of Majors. <laughs> Millennium Majors. Yes. Know. He's already got a kick-ass name. But I'm just trying to make it cooler. Yeah, it is a pretty cool name. Kang is in there. The sequel, Ant-Man and the Wasp, nobody really spoiled that. It's like, oh yeah, obviously the Wasp was in there. She's in the first one. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to hear, I didn't hear anything about that Harley going in. It's fine. Whatever. This one, it's like, I have to set up blockers on Chrome so as not to see anything. And man, comic book resources really tries. Let me tell you. God, they they have spoiled me before uh, on other things. They're so fucking annoying. The day that movie comes out, it's going to be like, oh, the surprising appearance of this character that you didn't need. And then it's like, redacted. And like, well, fuck off. Yeah. Like, and then the, the image is the picture of the person. Like, yeah. Yeah. What does this mean for the future of this character? <laughs> the Fantastic Four showed up and Dr. Doom and Galactus mm-hmm. too. And then fucking Stan Lee even had a cameo that they filmed years ago. He's back. <laughs> 
I'm surprised they actually didn't do that, though. In fact, yeah, I, I thought yeah. I read something about that. Like they were filming cameos. I for think him. he gave them permission to like use CGI of him or something weird like that. Yeah, I'm glad they haven't pulled the trigger on that because that yeah, would that's be terrible. Freaky. Don't do that. It's scary. Yeah. <sighs> Lex, it's good to talk to you again. It is. It's been a while. It has. But we're back. We're back. <laughs> and we're going to get on a normal schedule again. That's right. We only left for a little while, little chili babies. Sweet little chili babies. That's right. We always come back. We always come back. Mom and dad always come back. And we're <laughs> we're on, we're both on central time now, so there's no excuses. Yeah. That was never an excuse, but no. okay. I mean, I'm just saying. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for listening. As always, I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. And Be excellent to each other. Yes. Yeah. That's how we end the show. Right? <laughs> Bye. That's how we end the show. <laughs> <laughs>